It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 8. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we're going to talk about patch 2.56, our benchmark impressions, and the fate in Tokyo Live Letters part 1 and 2, and the ultimate video, ultimate fight video. Woo! Woo! But first, first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Uh, Kariri. Uh, let's see. On a personal note, I have done very little. Um, I did, however, have two separate 10,000 um, MGP winning Cactpot tickets. Mm. So that was fun. I got to buy myself like 10 or 12 different um, gold triad packs, which, of course, gave me absolutely nothing. Um, but it was still fun. It was still fun to be able to get that many packs and give it another try. Um, one of these days I'm going to work up the, um, the self-control to save them and actually buy like the minions, but I haven't gotten there yet. Otherwise, um, I did get two levels on my Dragoon, which was fun. Um, I hadn't, um, played my Dragoon in a really long time, so that was that was interesting to get back out and push some buttons on and see what things did again. And other than that, um, we had a US event go down, which was pretty incredible. Um, as you both obviously know, we beat turn 12 on our first week of ever being in there. What? Yeah! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, and not just our first week, our second evening. Basically, we had less than four hours in there, didn't we? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was fantastic. Everything just fell into place. We picked up the mechanics easily, and we we each did our roles, and we figured things out, and we worked together, and we communicated, and it was just rocking. It was... I could not be more proud of our, our coil static. We are truly the the breast coil static on Onyx Gallery. <laughs> That is our motto. It is our motto. Yes, we are Nofika's bosom, and we are simply the breast. Yes. Um, How about you, Ruby? Well, I, too, shared in that turn 12 win. Uh, That was incredible. That really was the highlight of my week. Uh, We had had just a really good coil week. We went in. Tuesday's typically our farm night, so we went in and we farmed turn 10, which we did flawlessly. And uh, I ended up getting every healer piece. I know several others in the group got stuff, so I was happy with that. And then we did the turn 12 on Wednesday night, and it went really well. I think we got down to 41% on Wednesday, so we felt really good. And then for um, Thursday night, we, we aced it. I think it was in our second hour, and we, uh, we totally destroyed it. And then it dropped healer stuff. <laughs> so uh our 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 friend radiant the other healer uh got a ring and i got the gloves so that that pretty much i didn't play any triple triad i i just just did coil and i'm happy with our coil results ready for turn 13 how about Definitely. you yelta i also obviously had a T12 win. Fantastic. Wow, that's weird how all three of us <laughs> got that. I know, yeah. right? Right. What an amazing no. coincidence. Well, and uh, what's funny is is the first night we went in Wednesday and we did get down to what was a 44 or 41% or whatever. And I felt pretty good about it. But then we've we've gotten down to like in other terms. Sometimes we'll get down to like that eight, 18, 11 to 18%. And we kind of stall. 
And I was like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's going to go awesome. To I think I even with. made a and joke. So yeah, yeah. Yes. You're like, we'll be stuck at no, 10% for two weeks or, or yeah. a month or whatever. So I, I was like, I almost, in fact, the next day after we won, was that Friday? I woke up and I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, did we really win that last night? I uh, I woke on fu- woke up full on wide awake grin on my face like for real like not even exaggerating I did I sat up awake alert and happy and that's I am not a morning person so that was such a phenomenon for me it was great I also went fishing I've, I've been on this quest uh, there's a minion that's a little fish and you only get it from uh, catching a ninja beta and decenting it and I got my first one this week and no minion and then I blew up my second one so, but you know what I know now that I can fish them up so that's what I really wanted so alright it's time for the first round which is news uh, the patch 2.56 notes uh was on April 20th. Uh, I think we were going to discuss uh, were our predictions correct? Um, I, I personally feel I, we were pretty close. Uh, oh, yes. The, what, what is the, the list? It was uh, Final Coil in Duty Finder with eye level requirements, uh, 10% Echo, and No Shadow uh, no shadow of Maricidia during the second Giga Flare on T13, which we don't know about because we haven't been that far. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> Uh, and they did uh, increase the drop rate of whistles for the ponies, but not Nightmare. So, Well, Kariri was right. She said that there'd be little to nothing in this patch. So that's yeah, pretty much yeah. it. I think we all agreed that the Echo would probably be added. Yeah. Um, and I oh, think we, we all were pretty much in agreement that they weren't going to uncap Poetics. And we do find out later, they, they told us during the live letter... Uh, why they didn't uncap Poetics. We'll get to that. But I, I think we were pretty much spot on. I didn't know about the whistles, of course. No, that was a nice, happy little surprise. And no hat, no diable. No diable post-Moogle hat. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll have another six-hour maintenance just for that. Sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, am, I am super glad, though, that they did not overly adjust final coil turns the only actual mechanic change they made was that shadow of mercidia right so it's not like what they did to turn six and seven which made them an eight honestly which made them kind of laughable so uh, i'm i'm sure they'll do more adjusting as you know as is this game the longer time goes on the easier they make old stuff, but I'm kind of glad I'll still, even with 10% echo, even with the, uh, the, you know, no shadow during the second Giga flare, I, I still think I'll be able to be proud about my win when we get there. For it's sure. Just, we would have beat it without right? echo. I, I, I think we would have. Yeah, too. definitely. And, and I'm glad they really haven't deviated from the final turn in each of the coils has not been drastically affected. Yes, there have been small tweaks to correct certain issues, but they have not just taken the nerf bat to it like they've done six, seven, eight, and various other turns. Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, you know, they fixed the twisters in five, and there was something they did in nine. I think you mentioned they... they golems, uh, maybe. Yeah, golems making them easier to pick up or something. But it... Again, yeah, like you said... It's not no, dive no bombs bat. no longer kill you or something. Yeah, I, I still feel like... Our win, even with the 10% echo buff, I don't feel dirty for getting my win that way because it was so obvious that we had it. 
it was we had all the mechanics the damage would have come with more familiarity so the 10 percent echo just gave it to us quicker in this situation i think um i, I don't think it made it so we wouldn't have ever passed it otherwise it, it, you know it wasn't what I mean? the skin of our teeth exactly and yeah. it truly wasn't no. so so i well and yeah. we could we could always take it off and try it again you know I, I truly believe good. if we start farming that we're going to have it, we're going to be one shotting it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually is a really fun turn. If you have, guys haven't done turn 12 yet, I, I actually didn't find it annoying. I found it cool. It was neat. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed 10. I enjoyed 12. 11 was 11 not my can favorite. Die fire. I don't, I don't yeah. like 11. The the dancing is just overwhelming and unnecessary to my happiness and you know existence. <laughs> the in breakfast the game. fruit at the in phase two. <laughs> the That's what we call it. It's you a it's an breakfast. orange, um, a piece of toast, and what's the oh an, an egg. egg an egg yes. Other things that we like was the Nico Nico Shokagi 2015 Fate in Tokyo. I caught this uh, both days. The what was it, Friday and Saturday for us? Or mm -hmm. I can't remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys catch both days? Bits and pieces, yes. Bits and pieces? I caught the, the notes on Reddit later for Friday, <laughs> but I did watch Saturday Live. Uh, Yoshida did come out dressed as a machinist, which I thought was pretty good. He looked great. He really did. They the People have been posting pictures on Twitter of him posing with them in their, all their, their costume. And, and, it just, it, it was a good costume, and he was a good sport. And before we skip it, these little toys. Can we talk about these little toys? <laughs> yes, I was oh, my God. I don't want to skip this, because these little toys are so adorable. They have the, the furniture. They said they're going to be selling furniture, which is like the little Tonberry lamp and stuff. But then they also had, and this was so cool. My girlfriend, Cinna, kind of hit on this. There are four little girls that have been running around this event and they're dressed. They've got little Moogle headdresses with the different Moogle balls on top. And at the very at the very tip top of the arena or whatever they're in, there's a big stuffed or inflatable Moogle King. And Cinna goes, oh, that's the Moogle King's little Moogles. And they're just enjoying all the all the events like at the fair. It's like, oh, my God, that's the realization that we are following four Moogles as they play all the little events during their fate in Tokyo. So, See, yeah, I didn't even catch that. And we watched the little girls running around in their their multicolored palms. And, and, and I Yelta and I even were commenting on them. And, yeah, it didn't occur to me. I never got to see the inflatable Moogle mog. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah, I totally didn't get that. But that's. It's really cute and such a such a neat idea. Well, at one point they get they're playing the games like they're at the fair and they go up to the claw game like we've gotten the gold saucer and they're picking the little stuffed animals and they've got all these really, really cute animals that I think a few of us would kill for. I, I would uh, probably um, injure someone severely for the spriggan and the, yeah. um, the little... Uh, Oh, what are the, the green silk? girls? The silk. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I would probably hurt someone for I the silk and the spriggan. And I, I'm a big fan of the silk, and I, I love the little chocobo that's still <laughs> with his egg stuck on him. And then I am also a fan. I don't know why, but the demon brick demon has brick. always freaking tickled mm. me. Just this little square brick just stood up and starts wandering around. Oh God, that just kills me. There, there's. I would pay good money for pretty much everything on that wall 
well, they'd be stupid not to bring it. They even have on here like scarves that look like the wallpaper and the Moogle mat, like the, the rug. We would pay so much money. I know fans of the game would pay so much to have this. Well, did you see the little glass? Uh, I can't think of it right now. The little lanterns the or la- lamps not, or something? Not, not the Tonberry, the cactar. The little <laughs> cactar lamp that looks like a cactar lamp that we have in our, mo- mo- or our houses. Yes. Right? I would probably beat someone over the head for that. I, I have a mandragora in my room. If they had a Mandy, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, that's the thing too is, well, what are there, four, eight, ten, there's ten of these stuffed animals hanging on the wall. I would pay 25 bucks for one of these. I really would. So Easily. think about what that is up there. I would buy, at least I'd buy the Chocobo, the Demon Brick, the Sylph. I'd probably buy the Marlboro just because their little tentacly things tickle me too. So that's Literally. 100 bucks right there. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. Oh, and I yeah. found out last week I said something stupid about those shirts. That was a little sprint icon on that shirt. I thought yeah. it was the portal guy. <laughs> That's right. I remember yeah. that. It's oh. not. I'm it's, dumb. It's sprint. I said I was dumb last week. I'm dumb again. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they did say that they did not do a lot of Q&A. Uh, with spoilers because it's only available to a limited audience and uh, as someone who watched it in the US and tried to find like a real time translation I, it was uh, it was a little hard to get a full translation so I'm kind of glad they didn't give us too much I was mad at the time I was kind of kind of mad at the time I'm like where's the good info and then it kind of dawned on me that's not the point of this so. yeah the caveat is it's, uh, it's not a numbered live letter mm-hmm. I think it was just a hype event Right, right. I will say I was a little disappointed they didn't give us one. Like, we watched the second day of it, and, and they didn't give us one little tidbit of new information. Second just, day sucked. Just a word. A word, a phrase, a sentence. Something to entice us, something to get us excited, something we did not know. There, I don't believe there was a single word in the whole thing that we didn't already know. So that, that was a little disappointing to me. It didn't have to be anything big. It didn't have to be groundbreaking, but I would have enjoyed something. It was a benchmark hype for something that was coming the next day. Yeah. Yeah, that that was, and they spent so long on it too. I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse, but they spent so long at the character creator and I'm like, we're all going to have this in 24 hours. But anyway, uh, (laughs) and we do, we have the benchmark. Woohoo! Right? All we all three have uh, played with the character creator, have we all? Yo. Yes. Yep. And uh, and we've run the benchmark, and we've you know moaned about our scores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's just uh, let's just start with uh, impressions. Uh, Good impressions. It's beautiful. Um, Impressions of which you you want character creation impressions? Well, let's let's start let's start with the uh, character creation. Okay, you guys give your impressions. Because I don't really care about aura. It uh, is not really my thing. Here's my thing on the aura. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think the males, I actually had much, much more fun playing with the male aura than the female, which is completely opposite to my normal experience. I always play a female character. So um, I honestly haven't even looked at most of the male characters of the different races at all. Um, but this one, I was so irritated by the female aura that I kind of had to go look at the males to compare and see if they were a little different. Um, I know Yelta, you and I had talked about this before that, um, 
they're basically they look to me like they took the midlander female character and slapped some scaly skins over her and that's what we got yeah, you know, they, they could have pushed the envelope a little bit. I don't mind if there was the choice to have the to make a cute, cute and pretty one. But really, I didn't feel like you could make a really good one that looked kind of uh, not alien like outer space, but look alien, look different enough from so it didn't look like a Midlander in a costume. Right. The, the, I'm, I'm, there are some differences, you know, in the body structure. There are some different, you know, they have tails. But still, I, I think they could have pushed the envelope a little further into making it look a little bit less humanoid. Right. A little bit more demony. Yeah, it looks to me. And you'd, you'd actually made this comparison to like the Mikotake that they did the pretty much the same thing with them is, you know, it's like the same bone structure it's the same jaws it's the same everything with just some scaly paint over it is what it looks like to me it didn't truly change their form they're not they went more towards the sexy cute kitty girl or demon girl than the animalistic different species that they're supposed to be and and i'm really they truly could have, like you said, pushed the envelope more on them. I was, I was very disappointed. Um, the one other thing I will say, I do love their scales. I love all the coloring options. I love um, the different tail options that we have. I love all of that. The um, eyes. The eyes are fantastic with the little ring around the outside that you could do and the different shades. And, and um, even their eye shapes, you can do some neat things with the eye shapes. But as for their face, their figure, their musculature they they just they just took the female midlander is truly what it felt like to me and just stuck this other stuff on top of it so i was i was unimpressed with that the other parts one other thing on that was their hair i i loved that two of the options had little like horn bone things sticking out of the hairstyles but I really wish they would have made the them available on all the hairstyles. Or an option I would adore would be to have, for instance, one of them be bald and just have like the ability to put scales on their whole head. Or a strip of scales on their head. Because it's supposed to be these, you know, these horns are kind of sticking out. They're kind of random. They're kind of all over the place. The scale pat are in patches wouldn't someone have some scales on their head? I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and, and I noticed playing with the male uh, one. Okay. Yeah. They had some really spiky anime hair, which is, I guess, to be expected. But what I found out with that was when you spin them around and look at the back, several of the hairstyles more than the female. And I think that's maybe where I were kind of upset. Yes. The male had like cooler looking little extra spikes, bone spikes in their hairstyles that the females were still, still kind of sleek and whatever. And, um, yeah, you, even the four main like male face shapes with the different, um, horns, they, a couple of them were very animally, you know, I mean, they were very, mm -hmm. they're, they, they looked in that alien way that you were talking about, especially like the fourth one, the bottom right one. Yep. Um, the, the girl ones did not feel equally different enough for me, I didn't think. They played it safe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would have liked to see a little more outside the box on the female characters, at least. I think I think they got closer on the males. They they do look like they're built differently a little bit. Um, and I also their backs. Did you did you strip them down to their I, underwear? Well, of course I did. <laughs> the male the male backs were so <laughs> so awesome looking. I just I thought that was really cool. I, I don't know what's still up with the whole, and it's the same problem we've had before, where you have the four faces and they've tied all, so many of the details to the faces. So you have the face, maybe I don't like any of the eyes, but those are the horns I like, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the same problem we have with Lalafell today, where I, I try to make a little boy Lalafell. I can't have the face I want, or I can't do a Dunesfolk with the sideburns. Because it just doesn't come that way. And that's kind of irritating. Yeah, I would like to take any of the four sets of horns and put them on any face. You know, that that would have been... The horns should have been a separate entity than the face structure. Yep. Yep. Didn't you uh, Didn't you have an observation, Yelta, about, like, the aura <laughs> horns? <laughs> uh I was gonna say, I was not gonna say it, but uh, yeah, I was I was flipping through the horns and I was checking the males and the females, and I'm like, do these do these guys just not kiss? Because I think you'd like stab your partner if you were kissing them. There, there's no but kissing. They, they there's just bang. There can't be. Yeah, just banging. They just bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Goodness. I think I think you'd there'd be some impaling and not of the pleasant kind. <laughs> <laughs> Not the impaling we were looking for. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Horny devils. Horny devils. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, they did They did mention in the letter that some people had assumed that the Aura were dragon kin, and they are not. They are related more to demons. Yes, I heard this someone that, that Yoshida squashed the whole I'm Shiva's great-great-great-great-grandfather <laughs> or something. Right. What Which else? May I say you to that, by the way? Oh, mm. you. Yes, it's unlawful, evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw something that is kind of could be cute, could be ugly, depends on your point of view. But during the benchmark, if I can move on to the benchmark mm-hmm. part, the there was a, a neat little scene where there was like a some Lollafell fishing, and this strange little creature jogged by, and it had like a big eye, and it was furry. And it was such a blast from the past, I had to go find out. Like, I know this. And it's it's called Bleary. It's from Final Fantasy VI. And it's adorable to me. They're so cute. That I was know. the cutest thing. Yeah, they just have this little eyeball furry creature walk by. And he's got, what, like five of them behind him? Just yeah. trailing along behind him? Just the cutest thing. I was happy to see them there. <laughs> yeah. They showed us lots of things. They showed us, you know... A lot of flying, obviously. They showed us a lot of people, like, stabbing things. And I have now had to watch it a few times. Um, at, at one point, I wasn't... It, it looks like they're actually fighting tigers in the... Yes. And again, it's that lie, right, Ruby? It's that lie that we're really going to fly through. Right, so they're parties. flying through, and you see all these little camps of people fighting things in the overworld, and you're like, yes, they're bringing back overworld fights. And no, this is a benchmark, and they're showing to blast as many animations as possible so it you can get a good test on your pc so i'm not i'm still you know we're all hopeful we're all hopeful some stuff comes about because you've got airships and floating continents and such but we can't get too ahead of ourselves yeah 
Yep. Oh, speaking of the benchmark, we were going to try something new and exciting here. Um, were we going to take a look at the benchmark oh, yeah. and give our impressions as we go? I should have yeah. saved my bleary for that. But I'll <laughs> giggle when it comes up. I Yeah, I, I forgot we were going to do this, but that's good. All right, we're going to queue up our videos together here and go. <laughs> so we get to have eight minutes of us talking about this. <laughs> shh, 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 here we go. Shh. Okay, quiet now. Quiet. Movie starting. This. No talking. Oh, wait. No talking. <laughs> okay, here's this guy. In stone. Do, it does It does look nice and haunted, though. Mm -hmm. it I, does. Do, I actually Very do creepy. really like that. Blue fire. I like it. Foreboding footsteps. Mm. I so love his chainmail, even though it doesn't make too. any sense at all. Sparkly. <laughs> Big swords. Big swords. Well, and that thing is cool. I don't know what they're fighting in there, but... Yeah, I'm actually more impressed by this kind of glowy well, armor thing? guy. Yeah, this yes. ghost-looking yes. thing. He reminds me of Nero, you know, when he had the little purple yeah, shit on yeah. it. Yeah, Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. And here's these badasses. Here cavalry, yep. Oh, we got our machinist. Mm -hmm. An astrologian. Big call. Her abilities are so pretty and yep. huge. They are. Just... They are. <laughs> I, I don't usually go in for squishy magey things, but I might have to do this. Oh, what was that? Yeah, that full was... shield. Oh, yeah. But what happened? Did they survive? I don't know. They might have died. Oh. We'll have to tune in to Heaven's Way. <laughs> jump, dragon, jump. Okay. And that mount, that squiggly, serpent, snaky serpent sting, one. Stingray kind of looking. I, I really like awesome. it. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to fly around on one of those, definitely. Well, the chocobos look so kind of like, oh my god, I can't keep Wait up. But they me. always did, right? Me, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it definitely looks like the dragon mount probably has seating for two. Well, they're, yeah. Yep. Yep. Look at those trees. Ooh, big look at I the know, white. they're so pretty. And I, this this white building, I don't yeah, know why, like, but it makes me think of like um, in 11. Yes, the Sermit. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the Fisher people. They're so Okay. So cool. Uh, and the Turner adventurers little... are going to dive bomb the fishers, mm -hmm. just scaring the fish away. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're scaring the fish towards. Maybe. Check out this bracelet on this Lala, the purple oh, yeah, flower the thing. Blue... Oh, yes. oh, that's yes. what you were talking yep. about. And then those little things. Oh, there they are. are. They're so cute. Oh, God. And you can get a scale to them because they're standing next to that little bitty Lala mm -hmm. film. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you say they look like Russian dolls? Little Russian stacking dolls, yes. That's what they look like to me, anyway. And I love this Sagan. Uh, it's like a fat Sagan and a I weird wasp. I love him. Oh, and the wasp. Oh, it's a yep. bee. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here's your tigers. Uh-huh. Oh. Those are tigers on that hill. I saw a holy. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> and, and I know this is going to sound silly, but even the quality of the rock in the DX11 was so pretty. Just, just right. all of the cliff walls and stuff. Just beautiful. Ooh, rock, rock. <laughs> well, Alexander now coming out of this water. Yeah. It's just it's so cool. Ruby pointed out something when we were watching it earlier that these guys right here are flying actually under where it's going to slam down. Okay. I had not noticed run, that. Run. Go faster! Hurry. Little Chocobo's trying to go. Go Choco. Little black Chocobo. Not faster, Go yeah. Boko. 
what is sticking out of to the right there? Do you see that? That looks like a tail. It's not, but well, now I have to go back. But we'll wait. It looks like I love the green rock. Green here. glowy. That's the first mm-hmm. I've seen that. That was cool. Yeah, that purple thistly thing. You see it? I love thistles. Oh, and those, owls. I don't know what those look things like are. Owl, like owl grasshoppers or something. I but I love I their know. little skinny arms and their big fat tummies. They're so cute. I just want to slay a bunch of them. Oh, oh, oh this here, <laughs> Ulf thinks that this should be his mount. Oh. <laughs> I could totally Bismarck. Ulf. Bismarck. Ulf I want right. off. I yeah. want Ulf to have Bismarck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot bigger than the dragons. A little, a little bit. Pretty sky, though. Aww. It is. I love these islands. And there's like bridges. There's like bridges and walkways between some of them. Oh yeah, yeah the free willy here. It definitely <laughs> three free willying. Oh my god, it's gonna eat me. Okay, this beastman camp though is probably my second favorite part of the whole video. Because, like, I think Yelta said yesterday or Ruby that they decorated the Atherite. Oh yeah, it's so colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I like these. And I love the beastmen. Yes. Yes. They're feathers. They're individual feathers, and they're there's the veil on the astrologian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, look at those little flowers and, and the totems and stuff. It's just there's so, so much, and it's so pretty. A lot of detail. Yeah. I love this guy's rack. I'm just saying. Oh, he's got a big rack. <laughs> he's got a hell of a rack. I try not to let moss grow on my rack, but it works for him. <laughs> And all the flashy abilities. Everybody looks badass. Mm-hmm. Chocobos are kicking ass. Oh, yeah. And there, the dragoon went all sad shit there. Oh, yeah. Shit's hitting the fan. And, we hit him in and the face scene. <laughs> oh, we have, I know we have purple crystals. So this might be my favorite place. Because it's purple. <laughs> Wait. What they're going into is even better. Yeah, yes. that's actually my favorite one. Oh yeah. The music here is starting to get like looming and then they get by this big purple cloud. See, I can't see stuff like this without hearing as the world falls down in my head from mm. that. <laughs> but... Oh, you're exactly right. Yeah. I'll never unhear that. Yeah. Yeah, this is my favorite place with all the purple spikes. Cool music stuff. here it's too. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I don't know what the glowy thing, red thing is on the side. And everybody's happy that we made it. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, and I have to say that this is the first set of armor, the paladin one, that I might actually wear and not glamour over mm-hmm. in a really long time. This, these are some good armor. Yeah, they really did a phenomenal job with this set, I think. And, and what course. have we here? Raw dragon. Dragons. There's multiple dragons. And they're angry. Whip them out, guys. Whip them out. <laughs> Protect. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, guys, and this might be just me, but I swear the Ifrit looks, the summon looks a little bigger than it used to be. Sure. I don't know. I love that like. warrior skill. Oh, yeah. With the, oh, oh, my God, with the oh. spinning. Don't yeah. know what the scholar did. Scholar just did. Cool. are so amazing. Monk, monk. Oh, there's my stone three on the white mage. Oh, look at that. This look has got to be flare that. two. But as you glyphs, right? Black mage with oh. the glyphs around. Oh, oh. And my paladin shield is coming up. Look at this. Oh, that's that's your favorite. And it's my favorite. Fire. Look at that. Look at that. I love it. <laughs> it's got the little hexagons yes. on it. I'm a fan. 
Is this Midgard Summer? It looks like Midgard Summer. <laughs> and he has some cool abilities as super, well. Yes. Super blue. Shiny. Shiny and blue, yes. <laughs> Heaven's Wars, oh. June 23rd. June 23rd. Only the 19th, right? Because we pre-ordered. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Much I better. did finally pre-order. I know everybody. Oh, did you? You did break down and yes, pre-order? Yes, of course. Yay. Oh. Tired of us making fun of Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the uh, I love the benchmark. I love the uh, all the everything about it. I love the music. I love the graphics. The the music. Uh, the the sound effects. And uh, we got to test our computers. I did. I don't. Did we? Did we talk about which of us were happy with our scores? I know and I'm not. Which is time to upgrade. Either. Yeah. Well, this my this is my rig from 1.0, and oh, and it's yeah. it's got a it just has some older equipment, so it's it's time to do an upgrade. I've been slowly upgrading, but this kind of gets me going a little faster. Yeah. Same here. I bought a brand new rig for for 1.0 um, because I I actually loaded up the game originally on my old computer and it wouldn't play the benchmark. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. So I went and bought a brand new computer and and it's it's just just barely now getting getting to the point where it it needs some work. I might I might do a new graphics card. I might do um, some more RAM. I might do a new power supply and you know just bigger fan. Um, but yeah, my DirectX, I, I think I hit, I hit like 9,600 with the DirectX 9. Um, I hit a 5,200 with the DX11. So I'm, I'm thinking I might have to do some work. How about you, Yelta? Uh, well, I do have the machine that... Uh, the machine itself was not struck by lightning. The light post outside was struck by lightning. <laughs> which traveled through my phone cord and fried a bunch of stuff. Uh, and the computer's never quite been the same. So I, I don't really, I'm not really, I did get 5599 on the DX11, which I thought was okay. But I kind of was looking for an excuse to get a new machine anyway, or maybe build my own. There so. you go. <laughs> I think you're there. I think, yeah, I think you've arrived. Yeah, I think I've arrived. So uh, did you, you guys, I, we, we were talking before we started recording about the DX11 versus DX9, and, and I could visually see it. When I watched the 11 benchmark first, and then I went back and played the, the DX9 one, it was, it was pretty obvious. Agreed. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It was, it was much clearer and crisper. And the, the, the detail. I mean, that's, that's the one thing we comment on a lot as, as we've watched it. We've, we've watched this together now like three times <laughs> while, <laughs> while running all the benchmarks. But it, the detail on the 11 versus the 9 is incredibly apparent. And, and they did a great job with it. So I, I can't wait to play with the X11. All right. Uh, any other benchmark discussion? Less rants about Aura? I think we covered it. Just, just, just dying for it to hurry up and get here, right? Yes, hurry. Yes. <laughs> hurry, hurry. All right, there was question and answer session. Uh, uh, we'll just go down the list very quickly, um, but we'll stop if you want to discuss something. Uh, the first one was battle, and one uh, we mentioned this earlier. The reason the poetic cap wasn't lifted was because eye, eye level 130 gear is a higher eye level than the start of Heaven's Ward. Yeah. I-55. So, um we're we're going to be overgeared anyway. We they still want us working on our poetics gear. I'm sure there will be other gears too, but uh, yeah, they still want to limit us. I know some people are very very angry about that, but yeah, it makes perfect sense though. Yeah, 
All right, skills. We are going to get more than two new abilities for each of our existing jobs. So I am excited. Uh, there's not enough space on the hot bars right now for all of the abilities. And I think they said that it was going to be enough of a change. We were probably going to have to modify our standard rotations. Yes. Very much so. Uh, the job quests will not be every five levels anymore. Uh, there will be enough. Oh, that's where I said it already. Uh, they're not going to do it every five levels. So I don't... I, they didn't say what it's going to be, but... No, I, I read some things, like some of the Reddit folks, um, some of the Twitter were saying, well, maybe it's every two levels and we'll get five new abilities, which, that's a lot. They said there was a lot. So, you know, unless it's unless it's three or more, I mean, it's going to be more than two. So, three to well, five? We, we could get traits, too, though. That's very true. That's as well. true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it doesn't have to be ten or whatever. You know, we, 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 when we do level up, we do sometimes get traits instead, mm -hmm. which are. Um, there will be adjustments to current skills. Uh, summoners in particular will see a big change with their new actions. Uh, somebody said they heard something about try disaster. I, I think it, which is kind of useless right now. Yeah, I, I've heard some say, well, maybe they can move. What's the um, in Kindle off of. Uh, Garuda and put it onto the scholar itself and then move something, maybe try disaster or something off of the scholar and move it onto Garuda. So Garuda's like an AOE type. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's been some speculation out there, but we know that summoners need huge help. S skill speed does nothing. I'm um, spell speed does not skill speed, especially does nothing for, them, but spell speed doesn't do a whole lot for summoners. And we know they're correcting that. There just needs to be some, some big time changes for summoners. It's coming. It's common. Uh, they won't tell us the main stat for the new jobs yet. Uh, some say it will be told to us in the European tour, tour. And that's when they're in France in May, I think, is the next lag yep. letter. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. Uh, Gear-wise, though, Machinists will use Bard gear. Uh, Dark Knight will use Tank gear. And Astrologian will use heal Healer gear, which I think is no surprise to any of us. Yeah, I think the big yeah. takeaway is the Bard stuff. So Bard yeah. has competition. Yeah. Well, nothing else. Does anything else compete for with Bard for gear now? Or I can't remember. I never play Bard. No, I don't think so. Because mm -hmm. Monk has its own and Dragoon and mm -hmm. yeah, no, it 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 doesn't compete. And yes, there will be new primal weapons for the new jobs, which is pretty cool. Um, no, there won't be zodiac weapons for new jobs, which I don't also know I pretty about. cool. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I'll tell you what it I will... think it is. What? It's it's the end. Well, they tell us a little later, but it's the end of Zodiac, really. Oh yeah, they they've already. We can talk about that, but they're yeah. They already said that there's going to be a new weapon quest. It's not going to be Zodiac, mm -hmm. but there will be new weapons. They will be nerfing the current Zodiac quests so you can for glamour purposes. Um, there will be a level 50 sync to the current level 50 content for balancing, which I guess is probably pretty good because honestly, if you go in there at level 60, you're just going to, it will make all level 50 content completely, I don't know, mm -hmm. non-challenging. Uh, raids, we're going to get more arenas and changes to the Wolves' Den, which is good. It could use some uh, something. We're going to get a new 24-man raid in 3.1. Again, though, the cycle of putting in yep. Alexander, mm -hmm. then 
whatever the new raid is, I I still can't wrap my mind around why the, they do it that the way. The only fix Not happy. is if there's some wide array of horizontal progression, and if they're saying as hard as um, Alexander Savage or hard mode is going to be, it may take some of this stuff, but no, I'm not happy with either. I still think it should progress the smaller dungeon before the bigger raid, but whatever. We'll, we'll see if well, they yeah. get it better this time. Well, well they, it, ma- they made it sound like when it happened originally with, you know, Crystal Tower and, and Coil, was it was accidental. Crystal Tower was supposed to be out yeah, first. Yeah, but it wasn't ready it wasn't yet. Ready. So, so I understand why that happened. Now they're making it a deliberate decision, and that's just gross and wrong, and I don't like it. Uh, maybe if it fits between Alexander Normal and Alexander Savage, maybe that works. I don't know. I don't know. Because oh. hmm. we are having different drops in both modes. We'll see. That's we'll true. See. I, I guess I'm not going to get wound up yet, but it's still kind of doesn't seem like it's the right order we're going to they're looking at giving us practice modes for raids to be able to practice uh different phases of the fights without the need to keep getting to them because you know as you you know like turn nine for example you have to pretty much get through so much to get to that final phase which needs a lot of practice to get it right and it's it's some people don't like that now get real I know mm-hmm. you don't like it. I don't like it. Tell us why you don't like it. I, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like that's part of the challenge is doing the whole thing. I, I'm this, I'm on the same boat. I, And I'm going to, you know, start this conversation by saying I am truly not a good enough player to be this much of an elitist bitch. So <laughs> I, I apologize in advance, but I think if you want to pass the battle, you need to be able to get through the whole battle. There is no pause button if some big bad monster attacks you. And and for them to do that just seems it so seems put, like put it's hand holding. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I have against it. Do I think we could have used it at certain times? Absolutely, when we were dancing in, in front of our mailbox, you know, but <laughs> but we did it without it, and, and I don't think the reason we raid is for that feeling. It's for that last push. It's for the struggle and the triumph. And if you can just skip phase one and skip phase two and skip all that buildup to get to phase three or four or God forbid five, if you could skip all of that, just jump to six to practice it, it's not going to feel the same. I don't believe that the win is going to mean as much. That's what I have against it. Now, I know, Ruby, you like the idea. So why why do you like it? I like it because there is a great struggle between phases in certain certain turns. Coil, for example, is really the only example that it it takes a lot of practice to practice some things. I say this with, with a little grain of salt. I do enjoy the win with us pushing and practicing and spending a month or whatever and really pushing it to win. There is nothing better than that feeling. That is the best high. But I think there are people who really need help. I wish I could pull statistics of how many people have beaten turn 5, turn 9, turn 13, but I'm going to say it's extremely low, and some people really need some hand-holding. I hate to say it like that. Now, do do I... 
do I really think everything's going to be in here? I don't. I don't think it's going to be as practice mode as maybe we think practice mode. Somehow in my mind, I think it's going to be more like moogles and jump ropes and lollipops and balloons than it's going to be like actual laser beams and stuff. And I part of me See? also feels like it's going to be more like for primals and things. And I know primals will be passe, but if you're adding primal weapons for the new classes, people are still going to want to run them. There's still people having trouble with some of those extreme modes. I, I don't think Alexander will be in here because story mode Alexander is the practice for savage or hard mode. That's my takeaway. And see, you'd mentioned before, like, if they put in something where you had to work on your dodging as one of those silly stage I events think that's in the gold saucer, I'd be okay with I that. I think that's I would... better. I'm less in for practice mode as I am for, like, a um, maybe a giant Moogle does AoEs that are kind of like Titan EX or are kind of like Leviathan EX or kind of like turn seven but they're not the real mechanics but they're partially like those mechanics and you get a shitload of mgp if you do them right i i like like yelta's example what what did you mention i, um, I think well i think they missed the boat completely with uh guild hests oh guild hests now that's a great place to, to put it guild mm -hmm. hests kind of start out with one of you maybe should tank the bot should get the boss and maybe one of you should nuke down the ads, right? So, and some of them do teach you, like there's the one with the goblins and the bombs. You do learn yep. about AOEs and stuff, but those should have gone so much further. It should have been, they should, maybe they one of them could be have been a bomb circle. I think they should be required. And I think well, they could have been more clear too. I also lo I love the one, I hate the one, and I love the one with the turtle and the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Because people to this day do not read the fucking instructions and, and kill the turtle. And it's like, no, 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 not every battle is about killing the boss as fast as possible. I mean, think about Sips of Faith. Sips of Faith, if you're walking in there just expecting to nuke the boss down as fast as humanly possible, yeah, you're going to be one of those rage-quitting pain in the asses that, you know, never gets to finish it and then goes on the forums and bitches and pisses and moans. you got to do the mechanics, you got to read it, and you have to learn it. Here's something um, else um, that Yelta had mentioned. Yeah, uh, and that was, uh, and this is also another one that's not required is is Karn, where you mm -hmm. fight the stone statue, and that teaches you how to do Titan EX, right? Where you break or the titan, heart, any, titan, any, any titan, titans, any titan. any Titans with the heart phase, and I and that's where I think kind of it gets it gets messed up. I think the game should introduce mechanics to you all throughout, right? On your level one to fifty, and then and everything it challenges you with. I think you, yes, maybe you should get that. You know, Karn shows you the you know has a golem with a heart, and that's echoed in Titan. And I, I do think that the game should do a, more more of that. You, the first time you see something, something else should tether you. Something else does tether you, doesn't it? I can't remember. No, there's I, like, do, where do tethers happen anywhere else in the game? Anywhere? I don't think outside a coil, no. Is yeah, it? so I feel I do agree that I don't think the first time you see a mechanic, it should be coil. I do, I do like that they've now introduced, like you know, the Garuda thing where you have to go stand behind the the um, stone pillars when she does her ability. They now have that in one of the new dungeons. You have to go stand behind the pillar to survive mm. an ability. That that oh, yeah, that's yeah. a nice little miniature training for Garuda. It's in the wrong place and should have been introduced first, but it it. It's 
that's the track. I don't mind that kind of training. You know, I don't mind that kind of teaching you how to survive that sort of attack. Well, now we've come full circle where they're putting in 24-man raids a patch after the hardest content. Yeah, when they could have maybe put some of the training mode in there, show you some of the mechanics. But we're also getting eight dungeons. Maybe those eight dungeons will be teach you something that you're going to see later in Alexander or something. So I, I think there needs to be a more... I don't know what the word is for it. A more natural progression of mechanic learning. They can be introduced organically as part of the game as opposed to a, okay, you know, go to the duty finder for practice and queue up for go to phase the two of, 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 you know, boss seven. I, I, I think that is too far in my personal opinion. I, I think that's taking the practice too far. Oh, if it's the fight and it just lets you click, I want to be in phase four. Yeah, I think that yeah. is taking it too far. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll just see what the practice mode ends up to be. Uh, maybe it won't be what I don't want. Maybe it will. Uh, there also, there's going to be updates to the party UI to show TP, but sometime after the expansion launches. And there had been some misinformation or, or maybe a mistranslation or maybe they said it wrong, but like on Friday night, they're like, there's no plans of showing TP. And I'm just, I'm like ranting that weekend to my sister and I'm like, Kariri, why? Why is TP a secret? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's it's just as important for, especially when you think about ninja and their goad. You think about bards and their TP song. It's just as important for a bard to know how much TP you have as to know how much MP you have. It's an important factor in their job mechanics. So for for them not to show it to us is just kind of silly. And I mean, hit points are super important. But even if they made like the magic point bar halved in size to add the tp bar to the other half that size or something on top each other or something or on top yeah top and bottom i mean they could make they could make it work yes it's it's cluttering the ui a little bit more but this is a necessary thing i think i I never thought about bards i really never thought that they have to watch both mp and tp to know what songs they're gonna sing and if machinist is anything like bard like they say it's gonna be like bard they probably need to watch TP and MP2. Well, my question is, how does a ninja know who to goad if someone doesn't ask for a goad? <laughs> Good. Good question. Yeah, I get no clue. People type goad. That's that's what I've seen. <laughs> that's real modern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they did discuss again, many times they've discussed this now, but they debuff icons on bosses. And if they could add more visible. Because... Uh, and, and as it is, you can see so many. Like if you go fight a, some people still fight Odin. I do. Uh, mm-hmm. you, it's there's like sc- a scrolling oh, yeah. list of debuffs, right? I actually love that. Um, they said they cannot add more, but they will add adjustments to toggle how they're displayed. Didn't they already do this? Can't you already say I only want to see mine, or I only want to see? Maybe they're going to add more Maybe granularity. More. Yeah, because yeah. I can see I only want to see my parties. See, and I don't know, I have this thing happen, especially on my bard, that sometimes it doesn't show mine, but I don't know if I'm missing. I I was actually messing with my settings the other day, trying to see if, because I put, you know, my my dots up every 
however many seconds, 20 seconds, I put two separate dots on and sometimes I can see the dot and sometimes I can't. So I wonder if it misses or if it just didn't display the icon. Could be or it could be a bug. I've had a bug, I think, happen where it doesn't show all of my debuffs either. Because I know where they are, obviously. You know, you can see where your de your debuffs are and you can see that the numbers are slightly shaded differently than the other ones. So I don't know, like you said, I don't know if it's a bug or I don't know if I'm missing or if it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I would, I don't need to see, I don't think I need to see the debuffs that the other whoever are putting on them for the most part. And I've never really played with that. So I don't know, Yelta, do you turn off other people's debuffs or do you leave them all on or? I, I leave them all on, but I, I don't think it exists, but I, I would like to see if I could say, just show me my party's debuffs. And I don't know if that would be yeah, that'd be a good hard. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just Not show me the my alliance or other I don't need to see the whole outside. alliance's debuffs. Um, I don't need to see when we're all fighting Odin or whatever. I don't need to see everybody's miasma. I, I just, I need to see, I want to make sure my party is doing, I want to make sure that Ruby is not slacking mm -hmm. by not putting up the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully they can uh, fix that up for us because it's still not quite right. Alexander, uh, they discussed how story mode could be cleared within like two days. So uh, that doesn't sound that hard to me. Well, maybe the same BG will clear it in two days. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hard mode will be like WoW Heroics. It will be very hard, but have better loot. Uh, I think they said it's going to be like same as Final Coil of Bahamut Savage. Which doesn't exist, which scares which the hell out of me. Which doesn't exist. So I'm, yeah. I, I, and again, I, I keep getting worried, but uh, it's they, they keep they talk about the story mode will be pretty easy, and then is the hard mode going to be so hard? They That's make it sound now black I... and white, like yeah. you, got, you can you can beat it in a day, or it can take you a year. I'm like what? That's why I kind of wonder if that three point one raid is supposed to fill in. I don't Maybe know. so, but we'll beat Alexander before that comes in, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, there might be harder modes in the future, but that depends on the player clear rates and, you know, how much we cry about it. Uh, they did just something called content costs. I think that had to do with uh, I don't guess, who was playing it, how many people were doing it. Was it something like that? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if it was some sort of metric that it determines how many people had beaten it and maybe would raise difficulty. I'm still kind of out to lunch on that, waiting to hear more. Um, the I think Alexander has four tiers, I think. Uh, you, you actually fight in his mechanical body. And I think it was four, four areas. Um, and there's going to be higher eye-level requirements and gimmicks as you go up. And it says, based on most fun mechanics from all three coils. So I'm assuming, are they, are they taking our feedback from what we said we liked and, and, and doing more of the stuff that we found fun? That'd be cool. I hope so. Yeah. Hope they did not like taking stuff that we're like fuck that it's all turn seven and eleven and <laughs> i like and dive bombs. Seven. it's just dive bombs it's all dive bombs the whole thing it's is all dive, bombs. Bombs. dive bombs and tethers right twisters oh. twisters oh. and twisters. dive bombs and tethers and petrifaction oh my, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> all right chocobo and mount type stuff uh 
Dark Knight mount is confirmed, but they still won't tell us what it is. <sighs> Just that it will fit the Dark Knight, I'm assuming thematically. But what would a Dark Knight have? Hmm. I don't know. They gave me a lion. Or they're going to give me a lion, lion in a couple more raids here. A but bear. A bear. A tiger. A tiger. Right? Lions and tigers. Lions and tigers and bears. Uh, yeah. We already covered the oh my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's riding that's... an oh my. <laughs> a George Takei right there as a mouth. Oh, oh my. He might enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Out a big loud. sword on that dark. Oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow. Off the rails. Off the rails. The rails. I could go entirely. further, but we'll we'll bring it back in. All Bring right. it in. Uh, the company Chocobo rank cap will be lifted. What is it? 30? 20. It's, it's got to be 30 because there's 10 ranks for attacker, defender, and healer, right? You Yeah, you can tell I'm nowhere near it because I don't even know. So they're going to lift it. They didn't say what it, what it was going to be lifted to. Mm-hmm. Must be 100. To 100. Oh, to 11. Clearly. Clearly, to 11. Over 9,000. Over 9,000. <laughs> uh, the fat chocobo will fly. I can't wait to see this animation. Oh, my God. And uh, the chocobo for two will fly. So I don't know if it's the the wedding chocobo or the one you get from the friend, from referring someone. But uh, that that's cool. Speaking of weddings... Well, not weddings. They're eternal bonds. Sorry. Uh, shared housing for eternal bond partners is being planned for after launch. I know my husband and I are excited for that. And they're going to add more housing after launch. I don't know if it's, we don't know if it's going to be just more instances of the same or if there's going to be. It'll be affordable, I think. Wait, I, think no. I think they're giving them away, it's just right? Kidding. And it's, it's, and it's definitely going to cost less than free company housing. Absolutely. Of course. Um, Thanks, Obama. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Yoshida. Thanks, Yoshida. <laughs> I, I am hoping they, they put out more of the same, honestly. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind new. Oh, Don't I still want, I would I still love want my this. house in... I want a house in Gridania right next door to Yelta and Ulf's house. Mm-hmm. And it's not possible right now. So fix it, damn it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited, and I have been for a really long time. And it's time. So give me my house. We are the Gridanian embassy in Uldah. We are. But we need our Gridanian roots. Yes. Let us I let us go back to the wood. Uh, retainer capacity will be increased, and we may get up to four retainers. Wait. More retainers, maybe up to four. That can't be right. Well, we already, the, have, no, we already no, have four. four, yeah. four no, I think what they mean is four without paying the extra. Oh. Like you get four and then you can buy whatever more, maybe two more, maybe more more. But I think the four is like you get four retainers without paying extra. That would be exciting. That would be exciting. And then I could have six, right? Because I, I, I'm <laughs> filling up. I'm, I'm a pack rat. I'm filling well, up. I, I needed one. I needed a disciple of um, – I needed a, I, I have a fisher one and I have a botanist one and I, no, I'm sorry. I have a minor one and a botanist one and I needed one that was a tank. And so, yeah, I had to have all the different types of classes. You need a Huron and Elizin and a Lollifel and a Rogadin and now an Aura. Because Yelta and I play this game like it's Pokemon. You got to catch them all. <laughs> and a Cag. You got to have one of everything because we need it. all the things. Yes. All of them. All right, we're going to have some gold saucer uh, adjustments to existing attractions. 
Uh, we're getting a new attraction. I think most of us were thinking it might be Snowboard. Blitzball, right? <laughs> Snowboard. <laughs> Snowboarding. Yes, yes. I, Yoshida keeps saying all this stuff about snowboarding and he got very in depth when that about snowboards and the different I don't know anything about snowboards so it all sounded like blah 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 to me but snowboards right yeah it sounds like we're going to be crafting snowboards and that's going to be the next attraction that's speculation but yeah total speculation does. on, on our, yeah yeah no he he keeps saying well if I were going to do something next if it were my pick yeah if he was the producer this. of this game yeah <laughs> If, if only he was the mm. producer. Too bad Tanaka's the producer, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And we're getting 20 new Triple Triad cards with Heaven's Word. Great. Yay. Awesome sauce. Some sauce. I just still don't have all the ones I... Oh, I got Every a damn week... lightning in my platinum Another packs. one? No. Screw oh my this God. game. <laughs> have you... Farm did, did after I farmed like 500 wins, what, it, no, what is it? No, it's a lightning card. Oh, yeah, because it's going back in order. See, there's four tournaments, uh, and they yeah. go in order, and we just finish. So it's going to be lightning, and then it's Cecil or uh, uh, Furion and blah, blah, on, go on and so on just and so four forth. four in order again. Yep. yep. Other stuff, uh, the Japanese PS4 white and black Heavensward Edition system pre-order is april 28th if you're japanese yay they they have not given us the u.s date right yeah i don't know is there a u.s date for this system though because this one had like etched designs and it it was like like, it's a special heavensward edition that's got the dragon on it and stuff and i seriously doubt that it's coming to the united states we're not gonna get that Oh, like I probably won't get my self-stuffed animal and I'm going to cry. <laughs> Maybe at FanFest uh, 2016? I could fly to Japan. Um, no. If we have any Japanese listeners, mm. we, we could have a nice little smuggling operation. <laughs> I think we know a guy that... Is I think perhaps we know perhaps a guy who's living guy. there right now. He may yeah. get his uh, free company membership revoked if he does not smuggle us in some sylphs. Sante, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> All right, and as we discussed earlier, there's going to be the live letter 21 in mid-May, and Baby Cat's very upset about it. Because it's in France. Mm. I'd be upset if it were in France. They eat snails in France. I've eaten snails. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) It was all right. Uh, We do have a, is it Gubra? Library Dungeon Preview. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's, there's books, yo. And uh, one of those books has a giant face on it. It kind of looks like like Demon Brick's mom or something. Mm. Oh, my God. This is a cool look. I like it. Yeah, it's it's kind of eerie looking. And I kind of yeah, get a Hawk like... Manor library. That... Yeah. Oh, I oh, just lost the picture. Oh, it got big. I know. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> the notes that just book went got really big. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, that I think it looks aesthetically pleasing. Uh, and this is like the first sneak peek we've gotten of actually a dungeon, right? I mean, some of the stuff in the benchmark might yeah, be. Yeah, like, I'm thinking that first area is probably a dungeon in the benchmark, but not as much info yeah. was, was given here. Yeah. It looks awesome. Oh, I cannot wait. What else what? did they say? Like, um, Yastola's name is somewhere in this, and it's like some kind of Charlayan something. 
I, I think I think there's no, I, I think, read that I, that's I think it. I think it's tied in. I think Charlayan has something with like the ancient library or something. I don't know if this is the actual the ancient library, but Ishtola's tied into this somehow. Well, and I know they said that there's like Charlayan, I think like ruins and stuff in Heaven's Ward. Makes there sense. Are, yeah. So maybe the library's there. I wonder if it's haunted. Ooh. And then from a, I, I saw it on Dual Shockers, a couple other places, uh, the Viera, male and female, were indeed considered to be Final Fantasy XIV's new race. They also considered a wolf-like race, which, and, and we've got some screenshots here, and, and uh, the wolf race looks pretty badass. Yep. Yeah. I'm a fan, yeah. Yeah. So they were definitely in the mood for a beast, beastie type race. Well, but I actually like the artwork here better than, I mean, I... Don't get me wrong. I am excited about the aura and I love the idea of the scaly horn, you know, covered race. But these, even the build in the pictures and even the stances and like, look at the paws in the bottom left of that picture. Mm -hmm. they, they, they look much more animalistic. They look kind of feral and feral, feral. feral. And, you know, they that's kind of what I was hoping for with the aura is all. Push it a little bit, a little bit more into non-human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think it's really pretty artwork. And I, if we went that way in the future, I'd be pretty happy about it. It looks like they really considered this Viera, though. As much Definitely. as they joke around the the uh, via, Vianga and all that junk. <laughs> oh, the, my God. Yeah. This, I mean, they fleshed out this male Viera really well. I mean, it's kind of cool to see what a male Viera would look like. Yeah. Yep. But I'm glad they didn't go. There's too many cutesy things. Even like you guys are saying, the aura female is a little cutesy. It's it's hard to make an ugly uh, aura female or one that looks like ferocious or tough, something. Right? Tough, right? mean, yeah. something. Yep. Um, I'm glad they got away from bunny dudes, for God's sake. But it's <laughs> still not just some, like a, a dragon or like a tree people or something – gritty I, i'm with you guys on that but but it is kind of neat to see that they tossed around some more furry ideas sorry furries there's no bunny people or wolf people <laughs> i bet someday we'll get the viera probably i, I, I wonder during the cash that. grab in, in <laughs> 6.0 when, when everybody has clouds buster sword and a gun blade um <sighs> will be viera and, and, and probably my white ravens right and i'll be playing Final i'm gonna Fantasy shut up 22. about that now <laughs> no, they're not taking my Dalamud horn, for God's oh, sake. You will not. Uh, they also showed us the Ultimate Fight Final Fantasy fourteen video. Um, this was it was kind of cool that it showcased uh, what was it? It was Street Fighter Four, right? Yep. Type, yeah. and it was uh, Yida and Livia, yeah. and they, that was actually actually pretty cool. It was badass. This shit oh. was the fucking bomb. I'm sorry. I was watching this. I watched the first day. Once again, the first day was amazing. The second day sucked nuts. There was nothing in it. But the first day we're watching it and this thing pops up and I tweeted, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> this was crazy. So, like, they have the character select screen and they pick their – and there's there's a ton of characters they pick from. Of course, this is fake, everybody. You can't download this. You can't play it. It's not happening. This one guy worked on this or whatever. But you, they picked all these characters, 
and you got to see a bunch of them and then they pick and then they like have their stances and stuff when they come out it looks so legit Livia's in her white Magitech and Yida comes out and they do like moves that would be their own Yida wins the first round and then um, Livia wins the second round I loved Livia she like kicks or hits Yida up in the air and she just kind of stands there and sways side to side and Uh looks up and Yida's like falling back down and she does like this roundhouse to the dome, kicks Yida's ass right into the Magitek armor and falls off and, ah, that was cool. And then, of course, you had the last round, the amazing last round where Livia's about to do her final strike, Yida calls in for the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, which... You know, we all want to see the Scions at this point. Mm -hmm. Happy to see them again. And they come out, and they're all busting moves. And the coolest one to me, uh, Papal Limo, he's, like, fucking badass. Like, the the meteor comes down, and uh, Thancred is, like, hitting on chicks. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. When he comes walking through and he's got the Garlean babe, like basically on each arm. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's so like everybody else is like, we're in fight mode. And then he's just coming with the babes on the arm. And then he like looks over like, like what the hell? It was awesome. And, uh, so they're all out there and they all play their part. And, uh, and then they beat Livia and then Yida's like jumping for joy and that bitch Minfilia steps right in front of her and does her pose. And it's like, take, I win. <laughs> what? Take, take all, taking all the uh, credit, just like just like you know they do. Oh, Minfilia. It was a cool play on the stereotype that they had. You know, this is this is akin to the Titan video, the Super Nintendo looking Titan video where the dragoon stole the loot and they died or whatever. <laughs> and, it, and it had that stereotype. And here's the stereotype of Minfield. But it's cool that it's 14 stereotype. Like this really gave the Scions one one more feel that you're like, I know these Scions. Like I'm feeling the personality of each member of the Scions now, including Minfilia. Um, the twins were there, and and uh, Arian J was writing in his book, and everybody now, I'm feeling like they're real characters for me. And it was like we were all in on the joke, you know. That yep. was the thing yep. is, it it was it was directed a hundred percent towards the fourteen players, and we all were part of it because we all, like you said, we knew the characters, we knew their personalities, we knew what they were getting at with this. Can I do and it? Was just fantastic. A brief sidestep here because I really feel like. The Scions are, are warming up for me personally as really good characters. Yes, they're, they're, they start off as almost bland, but I feel like as we got to the end of 255, we got to feel personalities. I hope we get to feel more. Um, we get to feel personalities of them, and it makes me almost look back on fondness I've had for other Final Fantasy characters and how you can expect them. Like I look back at Six, although nothing can touch Six, but <laughs> I can tell you the personalities of Cyan or Locke or Edgar. And I don't feel that way so much with like 12 or 13, but I'm feeling it for the Scions of the Seventh Dawn. Well, there's characters I think I can make Kariri cry if I talk about nine. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Nine for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's characters that I I, I actually there's some characters like in even 10 that I 
I actually really like. Not all of them, but you actually kind of got a feeling for, you know, who they... Nobody likes Kimari. Oh, no. No, but, it, you know, it, but you're right. Well, I actually really like the Saiyans from the beginning. I, I played, even in 1.0, I played, uh, I, I started characters in all the cities, and I played all the storylines through, and, and I... I Urian Jay, not so much, because they kind of added him in, seemed like, later to kind of progress the story along. Mm -hmm. And, like, even... Who else did they add? Well, you, you meet Ida and Papa Limo on, on Immediately. Like day one. That's your, that's yeah. your cut so scene. Yeah. That, that's your introduction to Gridania. Mm -hmm. you know? I can so see that... somebody who's just like playing the game to kind of like, eh, at the early quests. But you, I, I just feel like you get way more of their personality as you get into the 2.3, 2.4, especially the 2.4 and 2.5 storyline. Oh, hugely so. And I think they did a really fantastic job with that because it's it's hard to, in a very short cutscene, give you attach you to characters that you only see in a short cutscene every five levels. You know, that and to keep you keep them growing as characters and to keep you you're also not only seeing those characters. They also have you running around and you know, bringing lunch to people and they have you running around and delivering letters and, you know, talking to a zillion other people, but to still keep showing us the scions and to keep showing us different that they have, that they're not one dimensional, that they are fleshed out people. Um, and we got, I think as, as it would in real life, you get closer and closer and closer to these people. You learn more and more and more about them. I think they, I think they made that flow really nicely. Yep. Yep. I, I definitely, I, and I love like how some of them interact with each other and, and you're right. It's, it's especially after they moved to the rising stones. Oh yeah. I feel like they were, it kind of at that point, it really felt like it picked up with you get, you know, you know, like even in between, I kind of wish I could go back now. So like in between, uh, storyline quests, if you walk around in the back room there, you can talk to all of them and it, it and it's, it, they say different things throughout the whole thing, and and you and you knew the characters well enough. You're like, yeah, I see. I know. I see why that's funny and whatever, or why that's sad. Honestly, so I think they did a great job, and this video was really really funny, really entertaining, and well done, well done. All right, happy hour. We do have a listener mail. Uh, Ruby, you want to read this one? Sure. I think we we had tweeted out, tell us some stuff that you saw from the benchmark video and tell us what you thought and if you had any questions or any feedback from it. So we got we got a letter from Dex Arc of Excalibur, who also helped us out with this, the cool artwork that we have. So thank you, Dex, for that. Uh, Thanks, Dex. Dex writes... Just watch the trailer. I love them showing off the new dynamic foreman with the advanced jobs, dark, astrologian, machinist, and ninja. But I'm worried about how well the new jobs and new abilities will synergize. For example, Warrior at launch had to go through a huge amount of revision. Hopefully they've playtested at length with lots of configurations. I wish they'd give us a test server so we could try things out before they got implemented. Um, I do too. I wish we had a test server uh -huh. for stuff. It would be really nice, really mo really normal, I think. Don't a lot of other MMOs have test servers? It would, it would, it would be very modern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
so that would be good. As far as um, the the synergy, I think these classes, because they were designed with 3.0 in mind, I think they'll probably have the best synergy between themselves. I'm more I'm very interested in dark synergy with other classes and super interested from a healer's perspective of how Astrologian will will synergize because it sounds like it's half healer half scholar and it can pick up the roles i think maybe it'll have the best time synergizing um ninjas ninja i think we've had some time testing that machinist i'm i I got a huge question mark i don't know what role it'll fill unless it fills the bard role but it i think machinist could be the cool twist I, I think we might all be overlooking this guy, and, and he may be the really cool one out of the group. We'll see. I'm less worried with how the four jobs are going to – those ones are going to play with each other. I'm, I'm, I'm not so much worried about that, but, but like you were saying, I'm kind of worried about how they'll work, work meld, synergize with some of our older ones. You know, it's, uh, are you going to have a – how is a – I don't know, machinist – going to be able to support you know maybe one of the other roles or or something so I, i'm but you know what uh i'm sure they play tested the hell out of it but on top of that they're gonna they're gonna adjust how many they've they've you know ninja's the newest the latest one we had and they've adjusted that bad boy a few times yeah, yeah and honestly as much as we we joked about ninjas being the new dragons and dying all the time at first I think they've blended in really, really well. Their damage is up to par. They, they, you know, they have good abilities. They, they, they do improve groups to a certain extent, or you know, meld well. They synergize, as as Dex put it. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be that big of a problem. I mean, do you guys feel like Ninja has been? outside of the older jobs or do you feel like it blends in pretty well i've never really noticed them being on the only only in the first early period that we made the dragoon jokes because a lot of people who were new to melee were playing ninja because ninja's cool and they didn't know how to play a melee job so that's what the issue was right at the beginning beyond that no i i'm in a party i see ninja i don't think anything of it I, now, I'm not a tank, so I'm not thinking, well, I need a goad, or I, I don't play like a melee DPS, <laughs> yeah. so I don't think about goads and stuff like that. I just see it as a straight-up DPS. Yep. Yep. So, uh, but yes, absolutely. A test server, even if it was like a non-spoilery one, it didn't even, wouldn't even have to have like the new whatever on it, but if the, you know, we could at least run even existing content to see how we like, how it works together and stuff. I know one of the things they were worried about was if they give us a test server, it'd have to be whatever the newest patch is coming out and, and, and that we would, you know, learn stuff they didn't want us to learn or something, but, or even if we had like a, a test server that was treated more like a beta where people couldn't talk about it or something. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be some way to make, make it work because they were so concerned with, well, we don't want spoilers. We could all go work for Square Enix. I, you, you guys could hire us. We're... Reinhardt, put in a good word for us. Yeah. I'm tired of coding, <laughs> so I, I, could, I, could, I'm sort of <laughs> I could do something else. And thank you so much for your mail, Dex. We really appreciate it. All right, last call. Any shout outs? Do we have any anything we wanted to shout out this week? I see a big blank line in the notes, but 
No, just happy that there was a lot of people. It seemed like there was a good buzz this weekend. There was a lot of translators and Twitch streamers and things that were putting out information. Um, yeah. So, you know, thank you to the whole Final Fantasy 14 community for all pitching in and sharing the information. This is a great community. I get on people's different Twitch streams, listen to other podcasts and stuff, and um, everybody for the most part is just so positive. Um, you know, it's just good to have a good group of information like we've got. So this was a good weekend. Definitely. And I want to um, throw a shout out to Mr. Happy because I know that that's the stream that we watched and we had uh, Marco translating. So thank you to them for providing that. And I also want to holler to our Reddit Final Fantasy 14 group because they are amazing. There's always good threads there. There's always updated information. There's always someone to answer questions. And I know that that one of the documents we were using was right off of Reddit where we were um, getting some of our notes and information from. So thank you to them as well. Oh, for sure. It's always, I, I've actually started making that one of my daily stops. Me too. I never used to read it i didn't know how it worked <laughs> but I, I think i got it now and yeah it's it's a it's a super good place and you know there's garbage on there too but mostly it's great yeah the the thing the cool thing about reddit is kind of the garbage gets drowned out pretty quickly mm-hmm. by all the the good information so that's kind of nice all right it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find us on twitter our handle is at gtffxiv you can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash gtffxiv. And on iTunes, you can search for us, uh, search for Gather Together, or guess what? Do we have GTFFXIV. to guess? GTFFXIV. Oh, okay. GTFFXIV. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's do some final plugs. Uh, Rubicon, do you have any... Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. Kariri? Uh, I'm going to try two things here. First is my Twitter, at Kariri Sumasu. K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And I'm going to see if peer pressure works on Yelta and I, <laughs> if I plug our Sumasu sisters, if we end up updating it before this goes out. Uh, we can find us at sumasusisters.blogspot.com. Yeah, we haven't posted since Shiva came out. <laughs> There's a lot of draft posts, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, check out the, our, our blog uh, at sumasusisters.blogspot.com. And you can find me on Twitter at yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. So good night, guys. Good night. Good night.